What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Alright, here we, here we actually go. Welcome back to Gilmore to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. <laughs> How you doing over there? Are you good? Yeah, I'm just in one of those laughing moods. We're silly goose mood. We we can stop laughing. Tara goes, here we actually go. <laughs> here we actually go. I was like, go. serious voice. Wow, we're serious. <laughs> we're serious. You know what is really serious? Yeah. Something seriously cool. Very seriously cool. Tell us. We hit a million streams of the podcast. I know we did. I know. How exciting. Yay for us. Yay for us. Thank you so much for listening. Truly. Thank you. This has been listened to a million times. Do you know how many a million is? It's a million. It's a million. (laughs) (laughs) It's one Um, whole million. It's one whole million. I like, I truly can't believe that. How many Jimmy Choo's is that? Um, a million. Oh, you mean like (laughs) price-wise? Um, a million. <laughs> Idiot. Um, I don't, I can't, I don't know the price off the top of my head. I don't either. But Lorelai Gilmore would know. She would. She totally would. She could calculate it immediately. Um, sorry. <laughs> Kill me. It's a million. Um, I just, like, I truly can't believe it because I was looking back at my, like, note of, like, I don't know, like, goals for the year, like, for... 2022 mm. and like my goal next to the podcast was like a thousand streams for the year no way it was yeah it was Aww, that's cute isn't that cute yeah. and then I did that a thousand times <laughs> you did you did do that a thousand times yeah it's very exciting so cool. we're so glad you guys are here I mean we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to do this without you and your support and your contributions just to, listening to us yeah it's it's great so we're so happy to be here with you we're so happy to continue on and hopefully get yeah. another million more streams yeah, next year. Yeah, let's do this a million more times. I know. I guess, is that right? You need to do this a million more times, technically. Yes. yes. <laughs> we want to do this a million more times for you as well. Exactly. <laughs> um, but speaking of our listeners, we threw it out there on our socials this week that we were going to talk about food because this week is Thanksgiving. Yes. If you're in the U.S., if it's you're in the United if you're States, outside the U.S., it's, it's just Thursday. <laughs> it's just Thursday, but it's okay. We have we have something fun planned for Thursday that's not quite Thanksgiving. I know, but, but definitely today we want to dive into food because it's just like such a big like theme on the show. Mm-hmm. Backdrop setting, so many things on the show happen around food, which makes sense because it's a family. So drama. integral to Gilmore Girls. Yeah, of course. Like sitting around a table, like what's more dramatic than that? Exactly. Than having a meal. But like it's the setting, it's the conflict. I mean, coffee at Luke's, food at Luke's, Suki being a chef, Michelle can't eat more than 12 blueberries, Friday night dinner, ordering takeout, ordering Movie too much nights. takeout. Dean works at the market. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Jess works at the diner. Like there are so many different things that contribute to food surrounding a lot of this narrative. Yeah. So how could we not talk about food today? Yeah. And so as we were trying to build this episode, we were like, wait, we have way too much to talk so about. Much. So this we're going to do like so a series. Yeah, a food series. A food series because there's just so many cool, cool ways that like food is utilized. Yeah. 
But I feel like before we get into like the comfort of it all, we need to like break down kind of like almost like set up food on the show. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Set up eating. Yeah. Because when we did put that out there, there was a lot of people who were like talk about the fact that they never eat on mm. the show. Mm-hmm. Like these girls who were like are said to like eat copious copious amounts of food and we see that like we see them at luke's we see them order takeout we see them on movie night and they like don't take more than like pretending to take a couple of bites and it's like there is a fine line because there is like a very 2000s like social value of like idolizing thinness but that is explicitly different than an actor who has to take do 50 takes mm. with this burger yeah. who's not going to eat the full burger for every single scene yeah here's the thing we had valerie campbell on our last episode and she shared with us that especially during the amy years and this is true of a lot of television shows you are doing upwards of like 35 plus takes of a scene and sometimes that's just the shot and yeah. You know, I don't know if you listen to this podcast. I started listening to it in 2019 when it first came out, Office Ladies. Right. Yeah, we've mentioned that before. Yeah. Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, they have this podcast where they go back and they watch the episodes of The Office and they talk about their experience. And in one of their early episodes, Jenna talks about uh, one of their season one episodes, they had to eat this mint chocolate chip ice cream cake. And she was very new to television. And like those first couple takes was just like, eating the ice cream like eating it and she said she got so sick because she did not realize that she needed to pace herself when eating this ice cream because for continuity yes but also because she was just like filled to the brim with mint chocolate chip ice cream yeah like the 10th take and she's like i can't eat any more mint chocolate chip ice cream made herself sick so actors really have to pace themselves when they're eating and that can sometimes come across especially on a show like this where it's where food is such a a central theme and how much they eat because in the dialogue they're drawing attention to it so exactly exactly but it's easy for people to be like well why aren't they eating why are they leaving so much on their plates well (laughs) because they do not want to go home sick that day (laughs) yeah and so it's like Rory will take like a bite of her burger and then kind of just like move around Mm. like pick up a fry and it's like they're acting it's very strategic there is a suspension of disbelief that you have to have that like you're assuming that like they're eating in some capacity mm-hmm. but like it reminds me of like the way that like brad pitt acts and like oh what's that what's that baseball movie he does Moneyball, mm. where it's like he does that thing where it's like he'll take a huge bite of something and like act through chewing mm. and you know that the moment that that shot ended he spit out whatever he was eating at it has to get exhausting especially if you're hungry on set like yeah. I would be that person like Jenna Fisher who would just inhale them in chocolate chip ice cream and then by take 35 I would be like no more please stop no more <laughs> literally this is hell is playing in the background <laughs> yeah which is why like a lot of people notice the continu- continuity issues with food where mm. it's like they probably like in the first two takes like took normal bites mm. and like but then by like the 14th take they were just moving it around exactly so it's like the size of it's going to change because it's probably like four different takes mm. that they mashed together to put here exactly and the food keeps changing yeah but I think a huge reason why people talk about it is because like you said the attention is really drawn to it in the dialogue but also that this show deeply idolizes thinness and that was 
kind of the social norm in the early 2000s. You and I (laughs) were absolutely privy to that being as young as we were at that time. And it was hard. And it subsequently becomes hard sometimes to watch that show knowing where we've landed in 2022, that we're not fully out of the woods yet on the way that we perceive body image, but that we've come really, really far when it comes to body image specifically for women, that this show would really, really glorify how thin these women were, despite the fact that they ate so much. Because, like, Luke comments on that a lot, Mm -hmm. where it's like, he was like, how are you not 500 pounds? (laughs) And it's like, like... But they're not like other girls Mm. because they eat a lot. They don't Mm. eat salads because there's like this like toxic thinness where it's like you eat you eat salads and you're skinny. But then they're like not like other girls where they eat a ton, but they're still skinny. And it's like but that comes out in the dialogue very much like if you eat a ton and you are not skinny, that's bad Mm -hmm. because they like do make like a lot of like fat phobic jokes. Mm -hmm. So it becomes this like weird relationship with food on the show where it's like I've talked to people who like this really heals their relationship with food. I was about to say, I think there's something healthy about it. There are like healthy attributes to it where it's like these women are very, very thin and yet they eat and eat and eat and eat and eat as they say in the Thanksgiving episode. (laughs) And so it, in a sense, it's kind of like swinging the pendulum in the other direction, right? Yeah. And so I think that that can affect people in different ways, depending on what your relationship is with food and with your own body. And that's very different for each person. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, it does idolize thinness, which we don't like. We mm. don't appreciate. They're like the the fat phobic jokes. Like there was a lot in the revival. And mm-hmm. I just like, so it's like, it's very clear that it has like a very 2000s um, societal value mm. that like, as we move through the rest of this episode that we do not hold. Mm. Um, and I hope that that comes across. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like that impacted you as you watched this show growing up? It did, it did in, like, like very, like, specific ways. Like, I know that someone wrote in about this before where I mentioned that, like, I didn't eat bagels mm-hmm, for, like, years mm-hmm, after Michelle mm-hmm. because it, I think that that was more of, like, a I didn't understand anatomy because Michelle was, like, they stay in your intestines for years. And I was, like, oh, God. Mm. Like, young me was, like, oh, I can't eat a bagel. It's going to stay in my intestine. That's not how bodies work. No, simply. I know. True. Yeah. Oh, love bagels, though, now. Oh, um, but I think that maybe in the sense of, like, I don't know if you're like this with whatever show that like you're watching or like book or movie, you want to eat whatever you're watching. So like with this, I want to have like fries and coffee. When I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, I want to have like a sandwich and chips or like Mm. if I'm watching a fantasy series, I want to eat like roasted chicken. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So like this one makes me want to eat junk food, but it like does come off of that. Like if I eat that, like it's not that it's bad to eat it, but it's like I will probably not stay as thin as these girls do. Mm. So there is that like pressure of like, this is what they do eat, but this is how they look. And I'm not going to achieve that same look. Do you know what I mean? Totally. So it's like, there is that like element of it that like gets stuck in my head that I did have to like unpack a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I-, I felt like just the societal norms of the early 2000s. The pressure of it. Yeah. Really impacted me. And I wouldn't say that this show necessarily did it, but the show didn't help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't just this show. To look at the show and be like, everything else was perfect. (laughs) Like, no, this is exactly how things were in the early 2000s. Exactly, exactly. And again, I'm very grateful. As someone who is naturally very curvy, I am like an hourglass lady. You know, I appreciate that we have, uh, that we've embraced all body types. And 
are still there's still a ways to go. There's a lot of work to do for sure, yeah. but I I appreciate how far we've come and that we can have yeah. conversations surrounding food that don't necessarily have to surround what our bodies look like after we eat it. Yeah. I will say there is this one moment. I I posted this on my TikTok last Thanksgiving where it's in a deep fried Korean Thanksgiving when they're going to like skip eating the day before to prepare themselves to eat the next day. And like for everything bad that the show offers in terms of like, like the fat phobic jokes and like the, the fact that they're so thin, but they eat so much and that's celebrated is like something that Lorelai says is like, I can't remember. I wish I could remember the exact line, but it's like they decide not to. It's like, why would they skip this Mm -hmm. meal to prepare for another one? That like I had a conversation with some people after like I posted that who like talked about how like moments like this in the show helped them on like the journey that they went on because of all of this, Mm -hmm. Um, whether that was like disordered eating or whatever comes from that, that like moments like that really helped them. Mm. And I think that that's so true. It's like this Thanksgiving don't prepare to eat like you just eat like normal you know eat the day before eat the day after and I think that that it's moments like that that there are good things to come from it 1000% as much as bad that there is because I think it kind of it's a it's a weight of things yeah but there are moments like that that I know that a lot of people messaged and were like yes this is the part of the show that helped me yeah yeah exactly and that's that's what I was going to say at the top of this conversation that for as many ways in which we could pick apart kind of the what we've already mentioned we can also highlight ways in which that actually could promote a positive relationship with food yeah but as we go forward I feel like there's like so much of the show that is surrounding food in a positive light Mm -hmm. and in like fun ways that like the the amount of like takeout in the town and like the Friday night dinners Mm. the chefs the events that they have that there's so many fun ways to talk about food Mm -hmm. that I would love to get into that so first of all, there's a lot of people who cook on the show. I feel oh like for God. two girlies who do not even know how to boil water, it seems. Truly. No, that's not true. Lorelai boils water when Luke comes over. Facts. In, <laughs> the ins and outs of ins. Facts. That is but true. But it's like they don't know how their oven works. Yeah. They, that's when Max comes over and he knows how to use the boiler. And they're like, so they've surrounded that? themselves with all of these people who know how to cook really well. Yeah, very true. You've got Luke, obviously, has his own diner. Obviously. you got Suki. Luke and Sue. Luke and Sue. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, like, is interesting dynamic, too, because, like, Luke is self-taught. And then Suki went to culinary school. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why are these girlies always ordering takeout when they have these, like, amazing people in their life? I know. Um, but she finds Max, who is also a good also cook. Also cooks. Yeah. Um, we have Mrs. Kim, who, like, a lot of her storylines with Lane surround food mm-hmm. and, like, the, what is it that she ordered, like, um, oh, I can't remember what it was. It was, like, a year's supply of something. I can't remember what I'm trying to remember, but Mrs. Kim is always ordering food in bulk that, like, Lane is then having to eat over, like, days and days and days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't remember what. Rice cakes? Is it rice cakes? Maybe. I remember her eating rice cakes. Yeah. She I love <laughs> a rice cake. You did talk about this on the I Patreon. Did. I You're talked like, about it on Patreon. How rice cakes. I love a rice cake. Do not knock a rice cake. Not in front of me. <laughs> if you had to eat it forever. <laughs> Look, you can put anything on a rice cake. You can put like some peanut butter and jam, almond butter, cashew butter. I don't know that Mrs. Kim was putting jam on her rice cakes. Maybe not. But <laughs> honestly, sometimes I'll eat them plain. They're very good. They're very yeah. yummy. Anyway. 
I have no notes. Moving on. Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Is he, does he cook? He doesn't really cook, but he's a farmer. You know, he's a, yeah, he's a produce, he's a produce guy. Um, Taylor. Does Taylor cook? Well, Taylor doesn't cook, but he provides food for the town. He runs a market. He has the soda shop. Oh, you're right. You know? Oh my God, you're right. He does. You know? Not necessarily a cook, but. No, but that's the thing is that a lot of people in town have ways of providing food. Weston's Bakery, Fran Weston. Aw, Fran. Coffee and pastries and cakes. Oh my. <laughs> Yum. Yeah, it's more of a community thing because immediately I thought of Miss Patty and her Founder's Day punch. Also, also that. <laughs> That's not not a food. It is not not a food, but it's also maybe not a drink. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? Yeah. It depends on who you talk to. Yeah, because but then we get to, um, you know, a lot of like things happen in the dining hall at mm-hmm. Yale mm-hmm. and like the events that unfold there. But then we can't not mention Friday, Friday night, night dinners. dinners. Mm-hmm. And I imagine the Gilmores have a chef. It's like, yeah, they mention the it, chef, but like the maid, I maid can't seems to tell. serve dinner. Yeah. But then the maid also put walnuts in the salad, you know? Yeah. So like, who's really cooking back who's there? Who's really cooking over there? One of my favorite moments there is when they steal one of the maid's frozen pizzas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Love and War and Snow. Yes. Every single time I'm like, do you think they replaced it? Mm. Do you think that maid like was like, oh, I'm going to make lunch today. I'm going to make my frozen pizza at the Gilmore's. Oh, I can't wait to make my frozen pizza. And then. The fucking Gilmore's ate it. Yeah, she's like, "Are you joking? You make me make you like duck for dinner, and you steal (laughs) my frozen pizza." Yikes! She probably got fired before she discovered that, you know, yeah, the pizza was gone. Oh, Pete and Joe. Pete and Joe. Pizza. Kirk. Mm. He made Kirks. Kirks. I forgot about Kirks. I love the town troubadour. He also was a farmer, had a produce stand at one point across the the second one. Yeah. The second town troubadour who works in the Kinko's in Groton. Exactly. But also has that (laughs) produce produce stand in the town square. Al's pancake world. Jojo's. You know, who's a good chef is Logan. Is he? He makes lobster. That doesn't mean he's a good chef, but he makes lobster. Well, he makes paella in season seven. Oh, that's true. Which is really inconsistent because Lorelai goes, paella, who even knows how to spell paella? But like she's had paella like that point like four times in the series. Definitely. Definitely. That was just a season. Oh, when you think about it, all of Rory's boyfriends kind of have some affiliation with food. You've got Dean who works at the market. You've got Jess who works at Luke's Diner and you've got Logan who cooks lobster. Yeah. Logan's lobster. Look at that. Like like Luke's lobster, but different. Mm -hmm. Very different. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love a fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. (laughs) It's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. 
I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I've worn my Tecovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you. But I also know (laughs) you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tecovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. And if you dream of being cowgirls like us or you're already Western to your core, Tecovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it and they'll get you outfitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G-I-L-M-O-R-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Oh, also, they have that random diner at the end of season two when Luke's gone fishing because he and Lorelai got in that huge fight and Jess went back to New York. Oh. Remember they go in and they have the really cheerful uh, waitress and they ask for the, the tiny coffee the cups. The tiny coffee cups. And they're like, do you have any coffee bowls? Coffee bowls? And they see Michelle yeah. there. So they've yeah. got that. They've got a lot of options. And they've surrounded yeah. themselves with a lot of people who can provide them food. Yeah, because then I was like starting to think, I was like, don't we all, are we all affiliated with food? And I'm like, yeah, to some degree, we all have to eat. Mm-hmm. But like, I wouldn't consider either of the Gilmore Girls like people who, you know, cook. They just provide themselves with food to eat. These girlies <laughs> have really surrounded themselves with people who cook for them because they can't cook themselves. Yeah, it's a, it's a community of food that they have created. Yeah, which really, really shows itself in... The Thanksgiving episode. A deep fried Korean Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. God, what a good episode. Oh my God. That like, episode truly, slaps, like never misses. It's a 10 out of 10 every time. One of the best episodes of Gilmore Girls. One of the best like Thanksgiving episodes of TV. It's truly, just so good. It's very good. But I have to say in re-watching it, I don't want to say I have some notes. I moreover, <gasps> no, 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 it's not about the episode. It's that this show centers around food so much. And, and we could go on about this for episodes and episodes and episodes today is specifically about thanksgiving we always have more to say (laughs) for sure and moreover comfort food because i consider thanksgiving to be like the comfort food holiday but i wish that we had gotten more food from this episode i do feel like we have like a food item from every thanksgiving that's kind of notable of the four in this episode Mm -hmm. but like we don't really get to see like a full like plate except I mean at Luke's we do get you know we get the full Luke's we do but I feel like everywhere else it's more of like 
spoken to, but we don't really get to see it, which I guess is a props thing, like a set decor thing. But I would have loved to have seen more in depth and like more backstory to the food that's being served. Yeah. Let's get into it. I'd love to go through them through each one and talk about them a little bit and yeah. maybe even add some of our favorites yeah. that we would have wanted to see at this specific dinner. Because, well, like, I'm sure everyone remembers the deep fried Korean Thanksgiving. They have four Thanksgivings that they have to go to. They usually go to three, but Emily has forced herself into their evening. So they're going to go to the Kim's, they're going to go to Suki's, they're going to go to Luke's, and then they're going to go to Hartford to the Gilmore's. And they start their day at the Kim's yes, they after do. they have bought chocolate turkeys. Yes. <laughs> But one of their heads is gone. And I love that Lorelai grabs it and goes, oh, that's ours. Yeah. (laughs) That's like that thing of like on holidays eating like something odd for breakfast, like eating candy or something. Oh, my God. Do you ever do that? Absolutely. Actually, on Thanksgiving, my mom makes cinnamon rolls usually in the morning. Oh, Jeannie, I'm going to come. I'm going to come to Jeannie's house on Thanksgiving. I mean, I got to give a disclaimer. They're just like the the ones you crack. I don't care. Yeah, like the slice and bakes. That sounds amazing. (laughs) They're not like homemade cinnamon rolls. (laughs) Yeah, they were homemade. They were made at your home. Yeah, that's true. That's valid. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> they were all made. They were made in your home. Yeah, exactly. Wow. All right. Next time I make soup, I'm really going to consider that. <laughs> you know? Semi-homemade. <laughs> I love it. But you're right. They do typically go to three. They tell Luke that they have to go to four, so unfortunately they can't come to his anymore, and he's sad. Poor sad Luke. Oh, he's like, yeah, you can skip me. Yeah. <laughs> oh literally unbreak my heart so they decide they're gonna do four i love that they really commit to this because honestly i would too i'd be like i want to see all the people that i love on this holiday honestly like a great day i know that they're not like big fans of going to the gilmores of course Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of like the tension there but like you know the food's gonna be good so like i feel like having these places like all of your friends all your pals like and like one social obligation the rest of them feel like fun traditions yeah but the one i would argue that i don't know that the food's gonna be good is the first one the kim's i know yeah the tofurkey tofurkey. i do i do feel like i would like tofurkey honestly because i do eat a lot of vegan things do you eat a lot of tofu i wouldn't say a lot but i do like tofu and eat it and enjoy it Okay. I don't know how it's prepared. I've always wanted to try. I feel like we should have an episode where we try all of like the the various like notable foods like tofurkey and I've never had red vines. I don't want to eat them at the same time. I know. <laughs> I know you've never had red vines. I love red vines. Yeah, but I want to try tofurkey. I actually don't well, think that I would, would eat be a it. weird combo to eat those at the yeah. same time for sure. But <laughs> tofurkey wrapped red vines. Ooh, weird. That- like sorry it's like you'd want them to be like bacon wrap dates except no no it's (laughs) wrong (laughs) take it back i i am with lorelei on this one i you could not pay me to eat tofurkey i I would be the person to eat it no i would like if i was like tara twenty dollars here's some tofurkey no twenty dollars i'm good just for a little bit of tofurkey nah and then you have twenty dollars no i absolutely cannot be bothered with tofurkey i would be the person at the event who would politely decline the tofurkey even for mrs kim i'd be like no thanks i'm good now what was on that table I'm not really sure because Rory picks up like a little thing that almost looks like a little donut hole. Yeah. But it's clearly something else that she puts on her plate. It also looked Laurel- like there was rice on the table, but I couldn't tell if it was just mashed potatoes that maybe looked a little more rice-like. Yeah. Like, however, the the food 
the food dressing, the set decor was for the food that day. It was a lot of like pieces of meat looking things. Like it looks like Lorelai almost picked up like a slice of meatloaf that she puts on her plate because I was like so focused, zeroed in on what they were adding to their plates. That I was trying to figure out what it was because I couldn't actually figure out which one was a tofurkey when she added it. I know, because at first she looked like she was picking up the tofurkey, and then yeah. Rory commented on it and was like, you're picking up tofurkey. And I was like, oh, she already had tofurkey. <laughs> I think she got it already. I think she already uh, yeah. got it. Oh, well, <laughs> anyway, this is a tough one to start with, but actually maybe it's an easy one to start with, because I don't know what else I would have wanted at yeah. Mrs. Kim's. Rice cakes? I personally wouldn't have minded if there were rice cakes, especially if that's how you're going to kick off your... Uh... Yeah, a little start to the day. Yeah, I'd start my day with a rice cake. I wish, yeah, I wish, I was just wish there was more like, um, yeah, backstory to like whatever it was they were eating there other than the tofurkey. I do like that we get at least one, Mm, but, um, I do like that Lorelai was forced to eat it because I feel like you would end up being forced to eat it as well. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) That, that would absolutely happen to me. Yeah. And I mean, I'd have to say my favorite, it has nothing to do with food, but my favorite part of the Kim's Thanksgiving is the ambiance, the music, the music, and the man delivering it. (gasps) They're all, like, sitting in rows, are they not? Almost like Dave is the show, and they're all, like, watching him. Like, there's not, like, tables at the Kim's. Yeah, he is kind of the show, but they do mention that they're singing. Yeah. So I think that they're almost kind of treating it like like a religious event, you know? Yeah. I love that about Mrs. Kim, though, that she, like, centers everything around music here at this event. That's true. When, like, what true. is the center of Lane's life but music? Yeah. It's when they converge. Dave Rogowski really just brings the Kim ladies together. <laughs> yeah, very true. Is there anything that you would have wanted to see at Mrs. Kim's? I know you are very, like, you eat very vegan things, so maybe she yeah. would be the person to accommodate maybe. that for you. Yeah. It's not because I'm vegan. I think I've talked about before that I'm allergic yeah. to dairy, so, yeah. like, I eat a lot you of, like... You have dietary restrictions, and I yes. think that Mrs. Kim would be super accommodating to that. Whereas I think that Luke and uh, Suki and Emily Gilmore would look at you uh, either with disdain, <laughs> with a laugh, or with more disdain. I feel like Suki would be really understanding. And she would... It, Have you seen the bits between her and Michelle? She wouldn't, <laughs> she, she wouldn't make him an egg white omelet. That's fair. But I, I think feel that like had more she, to do with his attitude. Yeah. I feel like with my attitude, I have a good attitude about what it is. Like, make me anything. Just don't make me sick. That's true. That's fair. Very <laughs> But valid. I feel like she would, it would be a challenge for her that she would like. Because do you remember in, um, what is, what's episode where Jess shows up? Oh, Nick and Nora, when they have that. And he's like, what if, what if he doesn't eat cheese? Oh, you're right. You're totally right. So maybe it's just disdain towards Michelle. Yeah, I think it is. And everybody else, she's like, okay, yeah, I'll totally yeah. help you out. If I did it with a smile, I think she'd be into it. That's true. Yeah, but that's I do, true. I, I do think that going to the Kim house, I think I know I could find a lot to eat there. Yeah. Yeah. Very fair. Okay. So Mrs. Kim's, maybe I guess if we had to rate these. Yeah. For me, kind of at the bottom of the list. Um, well, I guess I... I I'll, let's let's see where we end up with the other ones because I don't want to immediately put it at the bottom because I don't that's know fair. that's fair because like another part of like like we talked about with like the food is like the community that comes with it that's so true. I think that in this You're event right. like we have the food but we ha- we're showing up for our pal Lane we're mm. seeing her with Dave like we always come show up for Mrs. Kim even that's if true. Um, she's a little disdainful of us at, at times but yeah. we still love her okay um, you know I think the community wrong. at Mrs. Kim's is right that's fair and the Kim family always welcomes the Gilmores in. That's true. They do. Regardless of, you know, any ill feelings that she might have other times of the year. 
That's fair. Wow. Yeah. Very Emily Gilmore of her. Yeah. Dang. All right. We we do draw a lot of similarities between Mrs. Kim and Mrs. Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get there. Why isn't Mr. Kim at Thanksgiving? I. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been, guy? I mean, maybe guy, he is and they just buddy. don't say anything. I don't know. Maybe, he, maybe he's in maybe the corner. Maybe he's sitting there. And maybe he's just in the kitchen. He's making all the food. He's eating up the tofurkey. Exactly. Exactly. It's his specialty. <laughs> so the next pit stop they make is at Suki's, which is hilarious to me because they don't end up eating anything. They just that say hello. That was the question that I had. Do they, do they end up eating anything? Because no. Jackson says it's going to be 40 minutes. And I never hear them talk about liking deep fried turkey or anything like that. It feels weird to go to Suki's. With, like, the intention of, like, having, quote-unquote, four Thanksgiving meals and not eat anything. Like, there's no appetizers, there's no sides, because the whole thing was that Jackson told Suki that he wanted to cook the turkey, Mm -hmm. and so she thought it was, like, he's going to roast it, but then he ends up deep-frying it. But, like... I'm also obsessed with the fact that she was, like, I thought as soon as he left the kitchen I could just, you know, do, like, an herb butter rub and stuff it with a pancetta goat cheese stuffing. Isn't that what she says? Something like that. Pinchetta chestnut stuff. Yes. Yes. And Lorelai's like, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't notice that. No. And she goes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So funny. Oh, Suki. But she mentions he just was going to cook the turkey. Where's the sides? Well, we see the the sides at the end of the night. When they come back and she's drunk as a skunk, we see the um, sides in the back, I think, like behind Lorelai and Rory. But like. I don't know. No one's eating anything. But you would think she'd have, like, you know, some sort of, like, bruschetta, something on toast, like, right. little dips things. I don't know. I just expected them to come there and, like, the table there be, would be full of food. Yeah. But, like, I mean, there was the cornucopia. Mm. <laughs> like, I feel That's like true. when we think of Thanksgiving, it's the, the two of them sitting at Suki's picnic table on her front lawn. Oh, I know. It's so true. Now, I think you and your tofurkey is me with the deep fried turkey. Like, I would try it. I would totally oh, try it. Oh, I would it. totally try a deep right? fried turkey. Yeah. I, I, it actually doesn't sound bad. Because I just feel like it would be so good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. Suki makes amazing sides. Like, you just brought yeah. up that that dinner in Nick and Norris and Nancy when Jess arrives. That, to me, is what I envisioned Suki's Thanksgiving being. So, like, this and in the ins and outs of inns when they're having that conversation yes. after Lorelai's after been been like an asshole and she's like apologizing to her about Suki's cooking she's making roasted carrots and mashed potatoes and Lorelai says comfort food and I'm like also Thanksgiving food like literally like for me when I think of Thanksgiving food my grandma would make food like this all the time and I lived with her for about a year and change during the pandemic it was almost always especially in the winter time roast beef mashed potatoes and roasted carrots that's like my grandma's specialty she loves making comfort yeah, food I'm like gonna that come over. right so seeing suki make that i was like oh drooling that's my comfort food straight up yeah. that pot roast you know something like that they love that pot is something roast on show. they really do and honestly same. same can relate but i expected something like that from her yeah for Thanksgiving. Like, a, like a bigger spread yeah but something. again we don't really get to see it so i think i would want like Suki's mashed potatoes. Su- Suki roasted carrots. Suki's roasted carrots. Um, I I would I would probably eat 
whatever uh, stuffing Suki makes. I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah. More roasted vegetables, like green beans, like I could see. But if I had to choose from dishes that we know from the show that Suki has made, for me, it would be that, um, I know this is going to sound gross because they made it seem like something that looked gross, but I actually was like, oh, I totally love that. It's the mac and cheese in the chipotle jalapeno, in the jalapeno jalapeno chipotle cream sauce um from the hobbit the sofa and digger styles or as Haley likes to call the hobbit the couch adjacent <laughs> from that episode um at the yeah. party where she's like having a breakdown for some reason about yes, like about making kids food yeah even though like she's so good at it i know i know but i would have loved to eat at, honestly any of suki's variations of mac and cheese yeah because my favorite variation of her mac and cheese i guess which is which is a theme throughout the show, is in season six when the Gilmores come over mm. and they like randomly are there for dinner and Suki comes over and she has mac and cheese and she calls it pasta a la Suki to yes. like make it more fancy. Yeah. But I feel like that's that's the way to go on Thanksgiving because mm. the the recipe for the Chipotle jalapeno one is in the official Gilmore Girls cookbook. Yeah. And like reading the recipe of it, I feel like it would mix flavor-wise strangely with the other Thanksgiving foods. Okay. Yeah. I just, I love mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So honestly, if it's regular mac and cheese, I'm in. I'm sold. <laughs> Sign me good. up. Sign me yeah. up. Especially if Suki's making it. Hell yeah. yes. With breadcrumbs on top. Oh, I'm see, in. Yeah. I know. Can't I know this that. is not, I know this is not your yeah. thing. It's hard. It is sad that I can't eat things like that, but like on Thanksgiving is the only day that I'm actually really sad about it. Because yeah. like, you know, like all of like the rich hearty foods especially being southern like going over to my grandmother's house for thanksgiving everything is made with like tons of butter oh and my cream God. i'm and sure it's, like, i just want to like ingest it all but i know that if i do it'd be like bad news bears yeah. um, and it's like every other day of the year i like literally have no concern over it but it's on thanksgiving that i'm like i know oh. i know especially like listing all these like suki foods that like the other one that comes to mind that i don't know is necessarily a thanksgiving food but as, like, a comfort dish that I f- would hope that she would, like, make as, like, maybe an alternative on, on Thanksgiving would be the magic risotto. Oh, yes. Suki's you magic know? risotto. Yeah. There's so many Suki meals that I feel like could be good sides on Thanksgiving. Risotto's, like, a good meal on its own, though. But, like, yeah. I feel like a little scoop of risotto mm. would be yeah. nice. Because are you someone who, like, when you eat your Thanksgiving, this is a more general, eat your Thanksgiving plate, you kind of mix them together, like, all of the things, or do you eat them all separately? I eat them all separately for the most part. Oh. I do. Okay. Uh, I have to tell you, my aunt, um, she cannot have, like, the food, not necessarily touch, but, like, mix. She gets really freaked out over that, and I get it. I mean, like... But you don't like, like, a little bit of, like, turkey with a little bit of mashed potato oh, and a yes. little bit of roll? That's yes. what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Like a little no, cranberry like, sauce, mashed potato, I would do, like, mashed potato with, with gravy and carrots, Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like everything's kind of like a bite together. Not like, not like like stirring it together on your plate. (laughs) But I wouldn't put like my mac and cheese in the mix. Like, that's a separate thing. Oh, you wouldn't do like a mac and cheese and like a mashed potato bite? No. Well, maybe. It would depend. It would depend on what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, but I feel like that's the kind of plate that I would end up with at Suki's where you're just kind of like sampling it all in one bite. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. my instant thought was like Suki's magic risotto with a bite of Suki's mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, not no. I'd be down. I'd be into it. But anything goes on Thanksgiving, does it not? <laughs> That's true. That's true. There are no rules on Thanksgiving. And and speaking to that, the sides are really for me 
what it's all about. Yeah. I don't really care about the turkey so yeah. much. But maybe I'd care about deep fried turkey. But that is like kind of the main event everywhere except for Luke's, if you think about it. Like the tofurkey, the deep fried um Which is so interesting because he said at the beginning of the episode that he was stuffing the turkeys. You know, because Lorelai's like, what if I told you you could stuff one less? Yeah. So he's like, no, it's okay. I already stopped. I already stopped stuffing the turkey. You know? So I'm like, You're like well, keep, where's, keep where's, doing it. where's the turkey? Like, when I look at their plates, it's not really, yeah, like, the main event, you know? It's not. But when we do get to Luke's after them having not eaten at Suki's, which was strange. Like, when they... Because, like, they're supposed to be, like, stuffed, you know? Right. When they get to the Gilmore's. But they didn't have four meals. They only had really two. Because when they get to Luke's, you're right. Like, the... The turkey is not really the main event on this plate, but right. we get to see like a full plate of food. And we do. It's the only place we get to see a full a full plate of food. Yeah. But like beyond just like the Gilmore Girls sitting there, I love that Luke's is open on Thanksgiving. Mm. Like that to me is just, I know. It's you know, so cute. like Luke grumbles so much about this fucking town. But like all of these people probably have this tradition to come to his diner mm-hmm. to get lunch. Babette and Maury are there. Maury's wearing his sunglasses, of course, Obsessed. inside. Obsessed. What about <laughs> And they're eating pie. So they probably already had their Thanksgiving lunch. But like, yeah. I just love that Luke's is like in the spirit of, like, food being community. Like, that everyone from the town, like, if, you know, you're not making something at home, you don't have anywhere to go, you can't cook, a la the Gilmore Girls, you come to Luke's for Thanksgiving. There's a community space at Luke's. Yeah. I love it. I love it so kind of much. Makes it, I'm going to start crying about this. <laughs> I know. Speaking of being grumbly, though, I love the bit with the flowers when oh, Lorelai and Rory walk in, and they're like, here, and he's like, what do I do with this? And she goes, oh, we have this conversation every single year. My friend Sarah last year came over because I stayed here for Thanksgiving. It was my first Thanksgiving away from my family. It was not It's a very Broadway ideal. thing to do, though. Yeah, I wasn't sure if we were going to be a part of the parade. Um, we weren't, but we had six shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, over the course of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, not each. Um, but knowing that, I was like, even though I'm, you know, from Connecticut and it's very close in proximity, I was like, just the idea of traveling. Yeah. My mom was like, look, stay home. We'll see you for Christmas. Um, it was lonely. I, I made yeah. myself like some mashed potatoes and, and vegetables and stuff. I didn't have any turkey. But my friend Sarah came over and she also loves this show. And she brought the flowers specifically to do the bit uh, about Luke and the flowers. Stop. I I was about to cry at Luke's. So now I'm going to cry at this. Like, I know. Friendship. Friendship. She's so, she's so cute. Wait, Stop I genuinely. <laughs> Why am I like, I'm genuinely crying. Thanks, she's Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Like when you're lonely and then your friend does a bit from your favorite TV show and shows I up. I know. Because we were both here. We both stayed here. Her show, she works on Moulin Rouge. Um, yeah. That show was was on the Thanksgiving Day Parade. So she was here and neither one of us went home. We both Stop. live like within an hour Stop or two. Stop the story. I know. I'm sorry. And yeah, yeah, Sarah brought flowers. We had, we had dessert together, which was really nice. But it was just so cute. Wait, this was the Instagram story. You dropped the pie. I did drop the pie last year. Yes, I made myself a beautiful apple pie. It looked so good. And I don't know what happened but I dropped it all over the floor. It, it was such jumped. a sad story. It was such a sad story. <laughs> oh, Literally, wow. it was an Instagram, a sad Instagram story. And I dropped it. Yeah. Oh, I don't dang. remember what I ended up having. I mean, I got myself like a little feast. We're talking like cinnamon rolls. Like I had the pie. I had, um, I also made a sweet potato pie. So I was oh. like, I had that as a backup in case the apple pie either didn't apple taste pie's good. So good. Apple pie is my favorite. That's what I'm shocked that we didn't see was more dessert 
uh, options. Because if yeah. I had to pick some things to have at Luke's that we didn't see, because I'm not going to lie to you, I looked at the plate of food and I understood where they were going with it. But like the vegetables looked like peas and carrots and that's not my jam. Oh, yeah, I don't like peas. I like roasted carrots, but I don't like peas. And Me neither. Unless they're in like a, a soup or a like a stew oh, no. or a pie or like a pot pie, maybe, mm. but like, yeah. no. I'm anti-peas. Oh, Big anti-peas girl. <laughs> me, Haley, we are kindred spirits. We're soulmates. <laughs> I know. I love it. You know, I, I looked at this plate that that Luke made and and the mention of food there it's like they they mentioned something at every single location right for the Kim's it's the tofurkey for Suki it's the deep fried turkey right right and then it becomes the alcohol for <laughs> Luke's it's the yams with the marshmallows and then when we go to the Gilmore's it's the salad so yeah, it's like they, but it is the turkey there and the too ceremonial they, turkey yeah. yes ceremonial that's what to say when we get ceremonial. there we have to mention that <laughs> um yeah, no, it's it's funny, though, that there's, like, a specific something mentioned yeah. in every single one. And yet, for Luke's, it's like, when I think of Luke's, of course, I think, like, burgers, fries, etc. But if I'm, in a, if, if I'm in, like, a comfort food mood or, like, a Thanksgiving mood, for me, it's pumpkin pancakes with the cinnamon butter. Oh, yeah. And pie. Pie. He's so known for his pie. Well, Babette and Maury, I think, are eating pie when they walk in. Okay, yeah. I think that's what's on their plates. Yeah. It looks like they, they've eaten into it. I love pie. Yeah. And I I feel like he would have really good Thanksgiving desserts simply because he's a diner. And like the desserts at a diner are oh, already like the things unmatched. you would eat on Thanksgiving. Unmatched. Yeah. Yes. I will say the rolls on their plates that he gave them also looked really good. Yeah. They looked like biscuits almost. Like flaky. Well, that's that's like what the rolls are like at my grandmother's house. Mm. And it's just, ah. Uh, I love so that. good. I love. How do you feel about yams? You know, not a fan. I'm not. Uh, that's not like what I think of when I think of Thanksgiving. I no. love sweet potatoes, sweet potato fries, like, like love that kind of stuff. But I do not love yams with the marshmallows on top. Not my thing. I will say I will eat them. I've had that okay. and it was good, but it's not like, it's not the first thing I go to, but like with Luke's, it seems like one of those plates where you just get a little bit of everything in the same way that you did at Suki's, but mm. like maybe it's like. Suki's might be better individually as sides like mm. eaten on their own because I kind of want to take that back because mm. I feel like Suki's individual pieces are just like so good on their oh, own that Luke's kind of seems like that perfect plate of like there's cranberry sauce there's turkey there's veggies there's yes. mashed potatoes there's rolls and you kind of just take a bite of everything all at once and it's yeah. like That's what Luke's feels like. That's very true. I also would say, like, vibes-wise, I feel like they're the most comfortable at Luke's. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, I didn't even mention the fact that, like, Luke has their plates, like, completely ready. ready. And, like, they're sitting right in front of them, and he's like, oh, you guys can just have Cokes if you're full, or you need to, like, save room. I'm like, you have a perfect plate of food that was ready, that you sit down in front of these girls, and now you're like, you don't have to eat it if you don't want to. I know. He's so accommodating. And then the whole thing about, like, Jess was like, you made us wait. And he's like, I did not make them. Like, (laughs) we were not waiting for them. And it's like, yes, you did. Yes, you did. You totally did. so sweet. We love Luke. I know. I know. So it's like the the comfortable, cozy community that he has made there with his comfy, cozy food to match. I know. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. And then we go to the tundra that is the Gilmore's house. (laughs) Though I I have to say, as much as I love these other three Thanksgivings, 
This is one of my favorite like Friday night dinner, if oh, we yeah. could even call it that. It's not quite Friday. It's Thursday. Yeah. But like Friday special Eve. edition Friday night. Yeah. It's Friday Eve. Close enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like the French couple that's there. Oh, I because know. Because I think one of my favorite moments without fail that like makes me laugh, like regardless of how many times I've seen the show, is when they're all sitting there and he was like, it was the ceremonial cut. <laughs> and all of them say ceremonial. And I, I watched that and I was like, why? Why do we do this? Ceremonial. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Okay. All right. It like, was just the just cut some... from like three to three different people. And I was like, yeah, what? it was like everyone was saying it like the, when they're all sitting around the table. Like I just something about that like gets me to my core. And like no matter how many times I see it, I'm going to like die laughing. I like, it just made me laugh. It goes from Richard to Lorelai to Emily to the the French guy to the French lady. Monique. Ceremonial. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, what? why do we do that? Oh my God, it cracks me up. I do a terrible French accent, but like, That's it's just okay. like the, the we whole. We appreciate you for that. <laughs> the whole, the whole night just feels so, it's so off from what their normal dyma- dynamic is. Oh yeah. And like, we know that there's like some tension simmering because the last episode with them was when, uh, Richard hijacked their trip to Yale mm-hmm. and forced Rory into the meeting with mm-hmm. the Dean. And Emily is really upset about it because she's like, Trying to stand by Richard, but also being like, I didn't do that. Don't be mad at me. I know. I know. But I haven't seen Let the Games Begin in a minute. But if I remember correctly, like at the end of that episode, like between Emily and Richard, doesn't she look at him and go, don't you even look at me? <laughs> like she's mad something like that. Him. Yeah, she's, she's mad. mad. So and I think that she's less so mad about him having done it but she knows what like is going to ensue with her and Lorelai now yeah yeah absolutely so it's always it's always to her about Lorelai I mean it is about like it is about Rory to some extent but it is mainly about Lorelai and so I love that we go into this like tension and then we have this French couple but we also have their pals Mm. because it seems like maybe this is who they normally spend Thanksgiving with because the girls don't normally go there for Thanksgiving so this is a new thing for them because they only see them at Christmas time? Yeah. Yeah. Well, normally, I mean, like, obviously for the yeah. last couple of years, they've been attending dinner every week now, but holiday-wise, yeah. yes, it seems like it's just Christmas, and that's it. And, like, admittedly, I'm excited to eat the food here. Like... But what food? Like, what do you think was there? You know? Well, we, we get the salad. The salad, which Rory said was really good, but we yeah. also see the turkey, which is ceremoniously... A cut and carved by Richard and then they bring it back yeah. in. I love when they're like, who gets the piece? <laughs> I love when Lorelai's like, should we do it with a salad? Should we shave a crouton and then send yeah. it back to the kitchen? No ceremony, Lorelai. <laughs> I know, I know. I love it. But what do you think they had there? Because for me, when I think of the Gilmores and I think of like hearty food, I think of pot roast. They love oh, pot yeah. roast in that house. Well, that's Rory's favorite food. And so like whenever they're trying to like, not like win the favor of mm. the girls, but like they will make their the pot roast sometimes like when um she was in the top three percent of her class the top i love when you say that <laughs> i love when he says that rory wonderful news you're in the top three percent of your class <laughs> i can't hear me. edward herman say that anymore it's only you <laughs> it's, me. it's me as edward herman <laughs> as richard gilmore thank god i love it um but they ask her to like what's her favorite food so they're gonna make her pot roast for that dinner yeah And I feel like anytime they're like making cozy food, they make pot roast. I think that a good option, probably not what they serve, but would be pudding. Uh, Probably be like you know, in like little crystal crystal cups. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. I think of like 
pot roast, like mashed potatoes, that sort of thing. But I don't think that's what they're serving. No. The salad looked very fancy. It did look very fancy. Last night, uh, we went out for Brett's birthday and we had tapas. And it was Love like tapas. Uh, I it was my first experience, but like we had this amazing endive salad, and that's kind of what it reminded me of. That's what it looked like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, ooh, like I could just I I could taste it because I was so it was so recent. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a recent experience of mine. So it just it looked really good. And listen, there is nothing like a killer salad to kick off a meal. Yeah, seriously. And I I feel like that's how it. It would have continued. It would have been courses at the Gilmore's rather than like, mm. um, like at Luke's, like a plate, a plate of things. Because when they go there, they do, you know, they bring out the sides on the table and whatnot. But I feel like because there were two maids there that mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. cutting the, the turkey um, and they had friends there, fancy friends, because yeah. they were French. I feel like they'd pull out all the stops and it would be like a coursed meal. Definitely. Like, rather than bringing dishes to the table. Um Definitely. And I wonder what what that would include. Like what would be I mean, they love a roasted veggie, you know, they'll have like artichoke yeah. hearts and Brussels sprouts and stuff yeah. like that. Um I don't know why all I can hear is from a few episodes prior and they shoot Gilmore's, don't they, when Lorelai is making her food talk, she's talking about the potato. She goes, I'm completely jazz. What about you, Mr. Potato? I'm completely jazz too. So like, you know, <laughs> you know, like but like roasted potato, like yeah. I don't know. That's kind of the vibe. I don't know. Like a fancy version of it. But I feel Whatever like it'd be fancy. like stuffed artichoke hearts or like, you know, um, like, a, like a very, very schnazzy green bean casserole or something. Yeah. Or roasted with some sort of glaze. Yeah. Something. Maybe like roasted sweet potatoes or something. Yeah. With like These a all sound glaze. really good. Wow. I'm really hungry now. <laughs> I cannot wait for, for Thursday. I'm very I know. excited. I d- but I do feel like it would have been really good food. Like I feel like like despite the tension and whatnot, I feel like I would have looked forward to going to the Gilmore's yeah. just purely for the food. Yeah. And that's like the point of view that we're looking for, because this is less of a community, is it not? Of course, I, it's I have not to, as cozy. I have to say, I mean, up against Suki's Margaritas, maybe not, but like I would look forward to going to the Gilmore's for like the cocktail hour. I feel like they yeah. make a really good cocktail. Oh, I you know they do really strong. Yeah, which then would make dinner taste. Maybe that's why the food at the Gilmore is so good, because you're drunk by the time you start eating it. I, exactly. <laughs> Cocktail hour gets you in the right place. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Anything tastes good after that. But they do say that they didn't even end up eating food. Yeah. Lorelai says at the end, like, when she goes back to Luke's, I love that they revisit almost every location. We as an yeah. audience revisit every location, but the Gilmore girls only revisit Suki and oh, Luke's. Because we get to see Lane and Dave's Lane's kiss. first kiss. When he gets $20 because she really liked him. And his Kurt Cobain calluses. Oh, uh, every episode so should just devolve into us talking about Dave Rogowski. I know. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I wish. Should this whole ep- this podcast just change entirely? Dave Rogowski to say. Yeah, Dave Rogowski to say. People would love it. Um, but they do say, they do make mention of not eating at Richard and Emily's because of the upset. So they must leave after the salads, which is bold. Yeah. Especially, I would, if I was worried, I would sneak in the kitchen and get a little to-go box. <laughs> this is your drama, not mine. <laughs> Why should I have to suffer? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just like, just like plopping all of the turkey. So I'll be right there. Yeah. I'll be get right the there. started. Yeah, I'm very upset. <laughs> you can't see a Batera and I like uh, are pretending. We're scooping things into our hands. <laughs> yeah, we're pretending scooping into to-go boxes. <laughs> yeah. 
But I guess before we move on from the Gilmores, is there like a, a memorable food? I, I mentioned the pot roast, but is there a memorable yeah. food from them? I think the pudding. I oh, do the pudding. Think that, yeah. I, I do think that cocktail hour and dessert would be really good because I think that they would probably, you know, make a nice drink and then whatever that comes out is going to be because fancy desserts are always good. You know, know. if I in this pretend land where I have no allergies, whatever they serve would be amazing. And they'd probably serve it with either like, you know, a decaf coffee, maybe a dessert wine, maybe something special. Very true. I also love when they do the the chocolate fondue with the fruit. Yeah. And the I think the marshmallows because I think that's all uh Lorelai eats right she's like also just so you know there is fruit and she's like what yeah oh that is a fun night (laughs) I love that night isn't that when they're like this is decadent isn't this decadent like I love that I love like chocolate covered strawberries it doesn't scream Thanksgiving to me but if I had to choose from the the things we've seen in the past or things that are to come from the Gilmore's you know it does scream Thanksgiving is fighting with your family so (laughs) very true maybe that maybe you get a nice dose of that you can't really escape that can you (laughs) well it's funny that you bring that up because our next Gilmore to say episode is going to be about family dynamics which there are a lot of a lot of in this in this show (laughs) I feel like that's what half of the holidays is it's like we could sit here and talk about all the Thanksgiving food that is involved but like what is Thanksgiving if not fighting with your family (laughs) yeah well we get dynamics from each and every one of these dinners you know with the kims it's lane and and her mom have a very specific kind of relationship and then lorelei and rory's relationship with them and their families and the fact that lane has to adhere to all these rules because you know she's got dave rogowski here and they can't really talk about their relationship and then with suki it's the marriage dynamic and then jackson's dynamic with this turkey and his family family she mentions him like playing to his audience which is his family egging him on yeah driving suki to drink (laughs) truly and then at luke's like we talked about before it's the community it's like the chosen family and Obviously, he's got Jess. Jess, but we also, it's almost like in this family dynamic, what's screaming is the absence of like Liz and like how that unfolds, but then none more so than the Gilmores when they get to the Gilmores house. Truly. But first, before we get into that next Tuesday, on Thursday, we're going to be serving some hot takes on hot plates. We asked you all to call in and give us some of your hot takes, spicy takes, unpopular opinions. So we're going to be playing some of them for your Thanksgiving. If you need a break from your family, want to just pop on, listen to a little episode. Other than having maybe serious hot takes with your family, come have some fictional hot takes with the two of us. And we'll have more to say on that next episode. If you want more Gilmore to say, join us on Patreon for a spoiler-full recap podcast, Gilmore Revisited, where you can access weekly episodes, monthly merch discounts, and a community page of your fellow Gilmore-obsessed besties. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Gilmore to Say Podcast, where you can find links to our Patreon and merch and stay up to date with all things Gilmore to Say. Great! What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 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 Hero.